0: You're listening to the Nachum Siegel Network, and it's time for the OU Jewish Reaction Program. Ellie Hagler is with us, Associate Director of Yachat, In fact, at one time, the uh, host of the OU Jewish Reaction Program. Yachat is the National Jewish Council for Disabilities, and he'll be joined in just a couple of minutes by a couple of Miami Marathoners. That's right, we have a couple of uh, Miami Marathoners, one first-timer and one, the second-oldest runner, who's going to be running for the fifth time. Ellie Hagler, welcome back to the Nachum Siegel Network.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back.
0: Yes, I hope you like it on that side of the microphone. Things going well? Uh,
1: thank God. I cannot complain. I can't complain. I'm just not going to. But thank God <laughs> things are great.
0: Tell me about Yachad. We'll talk about the Miami Marathon and how important all these runs are, these uh, races and, uh, and marathons are for the organization. But first, just give us a word or two about Yachad and how it's doing now in the middle of this uh, season.
1: Uh, thank God things are really going great. Things are moving forward, upwards, and onwards, uh, as we like to say. Um, if, if, you know if you're not if you're standing still, you're only moving backwards, so we're always trying to push forward, push the envelope, do a little more um, and the marathon just as an example is one piece of the puzzle that allows us to do as much as we're doing you know to, to have uh, two hundred or one hundred and eighty Shabatton in communities across the country to have twenty five different summer programs operating in all of the mainstream camps that we're all familiar with. Uh, the marathon is just one piece of something that allows us to continue doing all that we're doing.
0: Amazing. Doing great work. And continued congratulations on that. Why has the marathon, and specifically the Miami marathon, become so big and so important to the organization?
1: So I think there are a couple of points to it. I think number one is the easy answer is that everybody wants to be in Miami during January. <laughs> you know, not all. Some of us are actually in places where for some reason right now it's basically spring, but in theory it should be much colder. Uh, And it's a lot more fun spending winter break in Miami than wherever it is uh, that we're from. And the second part is, you know, running a marathon or a half marathon is something that I think that I've discovered. It seems to be on a lot of people's bucket lists, and nobody's going to do it. But if you have an organization or a cause that you're passionate about pushing you and encouraging you to do it, it certainly makes it a lot easier. You're no longer doing it just for yourself. You're doing it for somebody else, for the organization to help and to be a part of something bigger than yourself.
0: All right, and it has gotten to the point where you're one of the largest groups at the Miami Marathon. And like you said, there are other events, other fundraisers, and other marathons where Yachad, the team Yachad participates, and it really raises a lot of money and a lot of awareness, and everybody has a great time. We have two runners with us who are via telephone. Jackie Schlanger, who's been with us before, he's the second oldest runner, we're told. Jackie, welcome back to the Nachum Siegel Network.
2: Thank you.
0: Second oldest, right?
2: For the last five
0: years, <laughs> maybe one day the oldest, who knows? <laughs> and uh, your son-in-law is with us, Ariel Bayowitz. Is that the right pronunciation, Ariel? That's the right pronunciation. Congratulations, you're running for the very first time.
3: Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Are you worried at all? Uh, just a little bit. You know, my uh, father-in-law keeps licking his chops, so
0: he thinks he's going to leave you in the dust. Is that it? A little bit, Yeah, a little bit.
1: I don't um, think I know.
0: You know you. <laughs> We've got we got some trash talking here already, Ellie. What do you think?
1: Oh, it, 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 the trash talking has started months ago. This is, just, <laughs> this is nothing.
0: <laughs> and we should point out that Jackie's um, uh, that to Ariel's wife rather has already run twice, and um, and uh, th- this is all half marathon Ariel. Right? You are doing the half marathon? Yep.
3: We'll how, start with the half.
0: How are you preparing for this?
3: I, I've been. I don't want to say too much in front of the competition, but um, you know. <laughs> I run, you know, one or two times a week. I've um, been doing it for the past, you know, three or four months and building up.
0: I like how you say competition. Jackie, is it important to you to actually beat him at this?
3: Uh, uh,
2: uh No.
0: It's not that important. Huh? <laughs> you have to think about it for last a while.
2: Time. yes.
0: <laughs> how are the first four times, Jackie? What's it like, the whole experience?
2: So I will tell you, last year, it, the, the experience itself is awesome. Um, there is nothing, there's nothing like it. It is a wonderful Shabbaton. It's a wonderful group. We get to meet um, kids and people from all over the U.S. That, that participate in it, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful spirit. The weather varies. There were some years in which Miami was very, very hot. Last year, we were extraordinarily lucky. The, weather, the temperature was in the 50s, which everybody in Florida was complaining about, but for running weather, it was just, uh, it was just excellent. It's just a, a wonderful. It's an effectuous spirit that just grabs everybody, and it's not just the runners, the Yachad members that are there as well, participating in the weekend, participating in the race, and that just gives a lift to everybody because you actually see um, the Yachad message of inclusion being carried out in real
0: life. Yeah, Ellie, what's that all about? How did you uh, did you ever assume that there'd be Yachad staff members that would go ahead and take Yachad members with them on this uh, on this half marathon?
1: Uh, yes and no. We, we, it was something that we always wanted to do. We didn't really know how it would work. But even from day one, uh, every year that we run, we've had Yaha members either running, walking, jogging, or sometimes even being pushed in racing wheelchairs uh, participating in the event. You know, the, the, the two biggest excuses, or not excuses, but reasons that people give for not participating is I can't raise the money, I can't do it. Or number two is, I can't do the distance. I can't run a half marathon. That, that's crazy to me. Uh, you know, these, these are things that they're easy enough to do if you put in the work. You know, if you put in the effort and you train, there's no question you can do the half marathon. It's just a hard pill to swallow to say, I'm going to run 13 miles. Now, you don't have to run 13 miles. You can run. You can take walking breaks. You can take jogging breaks. Or, you y- You'll finish it. You don't have to win the race. You know we're not all world class athletes like you know them Segal. We can't all just do a half marathon
4: in an hour and a half.
1: But as long as you finish, it doesn't matter where you finish because again, you're running for something greater than yourself. So it just matters that you finish that race. And when you cross the finish line, and it says "Tzimiyachad" cross your chest, and there are another 80 people waiting for you, or 120 people waiting for you at the finish line, at the tent, when you get there, is a feeling that you cannot. Recreate, you just can't do it.
0: That's for sure. Uh, speaking with Ellie Hagler, Jackie Schlanger, and Ariel Baywoods. Ariel, who finally convinced you to do this? At what point did you feel the pressure? Did you have to go ahead and do it.
3: It wasn't You know, I I, I saw how much um, of an experience it was, both for my wife and my father-in-law. Um, you know, my wife did it actually twice, uh, two years ago and the year before that. So there wasn't much convincing. Um, you know, it's uh, incredible. My kids have a great time in the weekend. Um, my daughter actually, you know, the, one of the greatest um, parts of the run that I'm told is the, around the 10th mile where Yachad is actually managing the water stations. So, <laughs> um, uh, you know, after 10, 10 miles of running and you see Yachad there, it's a pretty incredible experience. And my daughter talks about how she wants to, uh, my 8-year-old, how she wants to be at the water station. So uh, between just seeing how great of an experience my, uh, my family has had and just that, um, that's pretty much uh, pretty much did it for me.
0: Ellie, how many weeks away are we? How
1: many
3: weeks away are we? Do you think I have that information.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would hope so. Uh,
1: I think it's thirty four days away.
0: Thirty four days away, and uh, so this is it. This is the home stretch. How's the fundraising going? I mean, Jackie, Ariel, do you find it a month ahead, uh, uh, you know, to be pretty effective, to be easy to do? I mean, are friends sympathetic? Are friends uh, ready to urge you on by giving you sponsorship money to go and do this thing?
2: I, I am constantly amazed at the generosity of people. People that I approach—I've been approaching for several years already—and they never, they never give me any pushback on it. And it. They just open up and, ease, and, uh, and, and just send the, the, the money in. I actually have exceeded my my fundraising goal this year already, nice. um, and it was really a very, very easy, easy effort. You know, when p- people are aware of what Yachad does, and Yachad. Has Shabbaton's in many, many different communities, so people know about Yachad and they see Yachad. And then when they know that there's a person over here that's actually putting out for it, it's it's really an easy sell.
3: Ariel, how's your fundraising going? Pretty good. I mean, I sent out an email, um, just one email, a few weeks ago, and I'm almost at the uh, at the target. So I was I was I was amazed as well.
1: And I'll Ellie,
0: Ellie, online, this has become a pretty easy way to to manage the whole thing, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, pretty. We we built together with the OUF department. We've built our own team yachad system, uh, which right now incorporates races from that we do in Miami, Jerusalem, Toronto. We've done in New York. We've done in Cleveland. We've done in Denver. All part of one system, but everything is just to make things as easy as possible for both the runners and the donors. These log on to our website. You can be done in 30 seconds.
0: Uh, Is this the largest number of runners you've ever had for this year?
1: Uh, not yet. We still have. We actually had someone sign up in the last eight minutes. <laughs> uh, but we're, last year we had 220 runners. Right now we're at 191. With uh, still, still time to go. You know, the, even the number of 191 people committing to run a half marathon or marathon to raise $3,000 for Yachad, when six years ago we had our first group of 27 runners. It's crazy to think about the the expansion and the growth that we've had. Forgetting about or putting aside all these other races that we've done. You know, we've done now events and and races and color runs and 5Ks and 10Ks and half marathons with the plan of getting anybody and everybody involved. You know, just last month we did a, uh, right after Thanksgiving, we did a 5K in Manhattan that we had eight-year-olds running. You don't have to be, you know, an elite athlete or an adult or a teenager to do a half marathon because... Now an 8-year-old can do a 5K just as easily and still be a part of it and still feel like they're contributing and that they're a part of the greater Team Yachad.
0: We, by the way, have a member of the Nachum Siegel Network, Miriam al Wallach, who back in uh, January of 2015 ran the half marathon in 2.10. Pretty good, huh, Ali.
1: That is very, very impressive. I am not embarrassed to say that Miriam... <laughs> Manfully destroyed me that
0: year. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I brought it up, don't worry. We're speaking
4: with... <laughs> that I have no
1: doubt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Hagler, Jackie Schlanger, and Ariel Beowitz, the Miami Marathon is coming up just over a month away, and everybody out there has an opportunity to participate. Easiest way, Ellie, for somebody to sponsor a runner?
1: Simply go to teamyacha.com, select the race that the person you know is running, and just search their name in the box and click away.
0: Do you have registration already for Jerusalem?
1: Oh, sure. Jerusalem registration opened already... Uh, when did we open? I think we opened back back in August. Wow. Uh, registration has been great. Me, Yolk, Thurman, and Lisa Rich, who run Yaha Israel, in Israel, has always done a fantastic job. And even now, it's only December 22nd, and we already have 175 runners signed up.
0: Very nice. Boy, oh, boy. Well, I want to wish everybody good luck. Jackie Schlanger, the second oldest runner, running for the fifth time. Pretty amazing, Jackie. Any other memory or any other uh, angle about Yaha do you want to share with us before we go?
2: It's an organization. That I've been involved in because my daughter, my youngest daughter Tamar, is a Yahat member,
5: and as I say in my fundraising
2: uh, solicitations, this is, this, my running in this race is my way of demonstrating my hakorasatov to an extraordinary organisation with extraordinary people, um, and who have done so much for all segments of the community.
0: And one day you might be the oldest runner.
2: You know, I like the oldest runner. Stanley Goldstein <laughs> is a nice guy.
0: So no reason to replace him at the moment, huh? No. Uh,
2: <laughs> however, I will I will note that um, that that uh, I do trump him in the race as well.
0: Oh, meaning in terms of t- in terms of time, huh?
2: Absolutely, it's right. not
0: even close. Hey, wow, boy, oh boy. And uh, Ariel Beowitz, good luck. It's year number one for you. It sounds like you're enthusiastic and that you're uh in the back of your mind, you're you think you can take your father in law. I think so. We'll see. <laughs> <say. laughs> I wish both of you good luck. Ellie, hang on a second. I thank both of you, Jackie Schlanger and Ariel Beowicz. Good luck to you in the Miami Marathon. Thank you so thank much. You. There they are. You want to uh talk about runners who are all set. Ellie, what do you think?
1: Oh, incredible. I think that what they've done. The fact that Jackie has taken this on and then recruited his daughter and then his son-in-law, and they make a whole family weekend out of it, is incredible. Incredible.
0: Uh, This whole thing, and when I say this whole thing, I mean Yachad. It's the National Jewish Council for Disabilities. Um, As they just described, it's not just this event. It seems like it's a complete family experience all around the country, no matter what event is going on. And it's interesting how you've included so many Jewish families, people who don't have Yachad members in their own family, but as you mentioned, they're always uh, you know chapters and Shabbatonim that are visiting different communities, running different events. Isn't it amazing how the Jewish community in general has responded to all of this?
1: Yes, I think that's that that right there is the key to Yachad. You know, Yachad is not only about services, servicing the individual with special needs; it's really about servicing the broad Jewish community and educating them as to the abilities of our Yachad members everybody has things that they're good at and everybody has things that they're bad at it's just finding what finding out what those things are and then bringing them to the forefront of the community
0: Is, i don't know if it's proper to ask you for a number but we're curious about the Yachad annual budget and, and these marathons i would guess that these races and these big fundraising efforts by people like we just spoke to are really key in terms of uh, in terms of providing the funds that you need on a regular basis
1: Yeah, there's no question that that these marathons, all these different races, bring in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that is the key to us. It's both, A, yes, we're bringing in the money, but B, almost as importantly, is that now this exposes us and gives us access to tens of thousands of more people who are all members of our broad Jewish community who we can educate, who we can share information with, who can then go on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everything else and see the impact. That Yachad is having, and see the impact, you know, of an Ariel Bayowitz whose family is enthralled in Yachad, but now all of his family and friends, who are friends with him, can see the impact it's having on him. You have a lot of on them.
0: You have a lot of first timers this year, like him.
1: Oh yeah, every year a majority of our artists are first timers. Uh, you know, we especially the, the beauty is that we have uh, as one of our summer programs. everybody's familiar with is called Yad B'Yad. Yad biyad This summer we're going to have two completely separate yad -Yad trips, each taking about a hundred people to Israel during the summer for an inclusive traveling trip, both typical and Yachad members will be traveling together and everything done in an inclusive manner. So when these kids go on yad -Yad the summer after 10th grade, we know, thank God, that X number of them are going to be running the marathon because they're so touched and they're so now a part of the Yachad culture that the next thing for them to do is to show that support and show that they're all in and run with us because who wants to run a half marathon? Only people who are crazy or who are passionate (laughs) want to do it. Either passionate about yachad or passionate about running, but none of our people are passionate about running.
0: (laughs) So they're doing it for the yachad reason, huh? Exactly. And some of these races aren't easy. You know, not every course. I mean, Jackie said it when he talked about the weather in Miami. You never know what kind of weather you're going to get. You never know what kind of course you're going to get. I mean, you know the kind of course, but until you actually do it, you don't really feel it.
1: Well, so far we've gotten very lucky with the weather in Miami. You know, Jackie said that one year it was incredibly hot, and one year last year it was very cool and actually a little rainy towards the end, which helps. Uh, But the Miami course itself is relatively flat, so it's kind of an easier run, as opposed to the Jerusalem Marathon. Imagine trying to run up Jabotinsky Street. I can't even walk up. I can't be pulled up Jabotinsky Street. Imagine trying to run up that, and it. it's a very different dynamic where the course certainly does play an aspect in the preparation for the race.
0: What percentage of your runners finish the race?
1: 100%. All of them do. It, it doesn't matter if you finish the half marathon or the marathon or your 5K. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter if you're doing it at an 8-minute mile, a 10-minute mile, or a 20-minute mile. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's something that you've accomplished for yourself and it's something that you've accomplished as part of the greater whole.
0: Ellie Hagler with us, Associate Director of Yachad, National Jewish Council for Disabilities. Anything that happened this season of note? I know every year there's either legislation or community effort or political effort, different things that you as an organization are involved with in trying to make sure that everybody in this country thinks about inclusion and goes ahead and uh, and includes uh, those who are uh, of limited ability or different ability, I should say, than others. Anything happened over the last few months we should know about?
1: So, actually, there's something coming up that I think is very important, which actually comes up every year. And every year, uh, you know, we make a, a, a concerted effort to make it a bigger deal uh, than the year before. N-A-I-M is North American Inclusion Month. It, it's something that was actually passed in, in Congress back in 2010 by Yachar. And it's recognized as National North American Inclusion Month, and that's really an area and an effort at a time for us, and us as the greater collective Jewish community, to focus on inclusion, to do something a little more inclusively than we may have. And we work with hundreds of shuls and schools and communities and Jewish community centers about how to do that. You know, we have sermonic material that we'll give to rabbis about how to incorporate the message of Yachan and the message of inclusion into your Shabbat morning Russia. We'll work with schools about making your school more inclusive programmatically, not physically in terms of wheelchair accessibility and things like that. But how do you educate your children, your students, as to the abilities and disabilities of everybody in our community?
0: All right, wow. A lot of rabbis have been real advocates for you. A lot of them have been real partners with you in this whole effort.
1: Oh, so, so many from all over the world. All over, you know, even last year, I we heard from, uh, I'm actually not allowed to share his name, but we heard from a rabbi in an army base in Afghanistan because every year, as part of Naim we do a program called the Purim PowerPoint, where we created a PowerPoint of Megillah Esther, which is geared towards either people who don't have as strong a background in reading Hebrew and knowing what to do, when to do that. It shows you, whether you have a hearing impairment, a visual impairment, it shows you the Megillah up on a screen so that you can follow along and know when to boo, when to be quiet, what to do, and when to do, and we heard that they use this program at their regular Reading at an army base in Afghanistan.
0: <laughs> Fantastic, I'll tell you. <laughs> you never know who it's going to help, huh? That's for sure.
1: There's no question that, you know, there, there are people with disabilities all over, all over the world. It's just a matter of educating the public as to their abilities. You know, everybody has things that they're good and bad at. Everybody does. We just need to be able to bring it out.
0: Ellie's going to stay with us. Rebecca Schrag-Mayer is going to join us, Director of Informal Education at Yachad. Anything else you want to tell us, either regarding the marathon or information in general about Yachad?
1: So the only thing I thought is, you know, go to our website, check it out. Look in. There are so many different avenues for you to to either educate yourself, your community, and to be a partner with us, because that's what this is all about. We can't do it ourselves. We need people in the community who have contacts, who have connections, to help us educate people. Just go to yachad.org. And there is so much information up there.
0: And in terms Please of- Please join us. And in terms of participating, the, uh, the best way is, uh, teamyachad.org,
1: right? Yep, sorry, teamyachad.com and.org, either one. Cho- choose your race, choose your location. You can run with Yachad anywhere in the world, at any time. If we don't have a race in a location where you want to participate, we have an option called Team Yachad Anytime, Anywhere. It's on our website. You tell us what race you're participating in. It could be a bike, it could be a run, it could be a swim. You choose, you tell us what you want to do, and we give you an easy fundraising format.
0: Nice. Boy, you take care of everything. Ellie Hagler, more coming up as we talk about Yachad here at the OU Jewish Reaction Program. This is the Nachum Siegel Network.
4: Hoiski, the socher, I <the> call <lockdown> I'm gonna go Me, 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 lo. di moi di Shahid, the father I Ami, ami, so eh. Cone taadima lagrosu. Ejavu ye shavu sami so eh. Ejavu ye ami so eh. Ejavu ye sami, ami so Oh the <tose> the <tose> you This is the song, this is the song of love. Somewhere in the dark, somewhere, somewhere in the dark, <language> somewhere <speaking> in the dark. This is the song, I'm a guy my
1: The
0: Nahum Network, that's Avi Miller. Before that, you heard the music of Avramo Avram Fried, and here we are at the uh, OU Jewish Reaction Program. Ellie Hagler is with us. He's, of course, the uh, Associate Director of Yachad, the National Jewish Council for Disabilities. Ellie, welcome again to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh,
0: Rebecca Schraig-Mayer is with us, Director of Informal Education for Yachad. There was an event this past weekend, the Yachad First-Ever Leadership Training and Service Mission to Maryland. Um, Rebecca, welcome to the Nahum Segal Network.
5: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Explain what a leadership training and service mission is.
5: All right. So um, we are just coming back from a successful weekend together where we had leadership development workshops all Shabbos. And the whole point of, you know, that's something that we do here at Yachad pretty often. And what was different about this is that we took everything that we were learning and implemented it right away on Sunday. So it was really from... Um From thought into action, and all day Sunday, we spent traveling all over the Baltimore community working with different organizations and and doing different service missions.
0: Uh, give me an example of some of those service missions.
5: All right, so we started the day off um, farming where we um, working with some animals where we used like the eggs from the chicken coops and <laughs> um, and farms from the greenhouse and took everything that we were. Learning about and using and working with, and cooked um, lunch for about 130 people, which then we brought to a shelter later in the day, where our participants had the opportunity to serve and to meet the different people coming to that facility.
0: What is that experience like?
5: Um, for them, it was really eye-opening and incredible, um, in the sense that they're used to working with different, you know, they. Our participants that came, our 45 participants, they've been involved in Yahad for a long time. These are our 11th and 12th graders and our VOC members who've had a lot of experiences with us. And they're used to um, develop they, – they've developed sensitivities to, the, to marginalized populations. And for them, it was interesting to see the similarities between the different groups that we were going to. And many of them remarked how um, – through giving, they realized how fortunate they were that the people that they were talking to were pretty similar in their age, but their circumstance of life was different that brought them to these shelters.
0: Wow, that could be an eye-opening experience, that's for sure.
5: Uh,
0: Rebecca schrag Mayor is with us, director of informal education at Yachad. You know, it's funny, and I could ask Ellie the same thing. I'll ask you first. It's when I think of Yachad, and again, I don't know all the uh, you know the ins and outs and how the organization works, and how it sets up its, its leadership. But it seems like experience is the best leadership. It seems like uh, you have people who go through the ranks and uh, who end up being you know, real veterans of these Shabbatonim and how to handle people uh, you know, in difficult circumstances, whether it be during a summer or during the year. And then they sort of just naturally become leaders in the organization. Am I right or wrong?
5: Totally. We see it as going hands in hands, that it's their, um, it's their action, what they're doing with us, that makes them more involved in, and grow in the ranks 100%.
0: Ellie, uh, what do you think of that, that so much of the leadership comes from within?
1: So I think it's 100% true, and I think the best example, uh, not just because she's on the call, is Rebecca Schrag, now Rebecca Schrag-Mayer, who her first participation with Yachad was a shot when she was either an elementary or a high school student in Ramaz. And then from there she built up to, she went on yad And I think now Rebecca's been on yad like nine times or something like that. now <laughs> she runs yad and she gives over, and she gives these high school students and these Yachad members these incredible life experiences that really teach them about people in general and who we are and who we need to be as a society.
0: And now Rebecca's going to forgive me for uh, not saying shrag when I was speaking about her earlier.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's all—it's a learning experience.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be a leader in this area soon.
5: Uh, how, does,
0: uh, how does that summer program work so well? What is it about the 24-hour experience and uh, all the counselors and staff that come and want to be part uh, of that intense experience. What is it that makes it such a great success, uh, Rebecca?
5: Sorry, to clarify, the summer or this mission? No, I'm
0: talking about the summer and first okay. in general.
5: Um, it, our participants and our staff are put in an environment where it's you're living a lifestyle. It's very different than going to a Shabbaton as impactful as it is. At the end of the day, the Shabbaton is where you go back to life here it's extended for a longer period of time where you're really living what you're preaching and it allows like the synergy of everyone learning and growing together really allows people to maximize on how they learn to appreciate the abilities of other people and learn to be friends with people from all walks of life um, and and really see capabilities.
0: Yeah. I guess that 24 hour experience always leads to that type of uh, change in someone's life. Uh, did you feel that the service mission again, because it's limited time, obviously, and it's uh, you know a little bit different than the general activities? Did you find that it made an impact on on people and that they they were able to incorporate some of what they learned uh, into their experience?
5: Totally. Uh, in the closing circle, people shared some really brilliant remarks about um, how they got a taste of what it's like to serve in different communities and their plans for how they're going to further implement it. Um, something really meaningful about the weekend was also our our, many of our Yachad members who are involved in our Yachad vocational program are used to volunteering and they're used to having jobs. So they really took the lead at some of our service sites. For example, at the assisted living facility that we went to, Tudor Heights, we have two Yachad members who work with Seniors on a regular basis. So they were teaching the mainstream high schoolers and even some of the staff how to push wheelchairs correctly and how to interact with an older population. Um, and something else that was interesting there is one of our Yachad members who works for a catering company was teaching some some of his peers how to braid chalas because we were making chalas together. (laughs) Um, So it was really nice for all the participants to see, you know, this person may excel here, where that person excels somewhere else.
0: When's the next mission?
5: (laughs) Um, (laughs) As soon as Ellie approves.
0: (laughs) Ellie, what? Let's
1: let's, let's give Rebecca a chance to breathe after this one, but the second one... You know, I think that this mission plays a very important role uh, within Yachad. You know, this mission now, even though it was, quote-unquote, a small mission with 45 or 50 people, but it plays such an important role because now this completes the circle for Yachad in that we have a leadership training program and or opportunity for everybody growing up uh, within Yachad. You know, for 7th for and 8th graders to be able to participate with our Junior Yaha programming and doing inclusive Shabbat together with their school, to then go into high school to do with our senior Yaha division, and then to have the opportunity to go on Yaha yada after 10th grade to join our summer uh, Mora Sandelbaum Fellowship, which is similar in, in, in to make it simple, in, in a CIT program, teaching people how to become yachad staff or staff specifically geared towards working with a Yaha member, and then to becoming full staff. Afterwards, we now have a program and a leadership training opportunity for you to participate in, from from the age of uh, what is a, a seventh grader, from the age of te- eleven or twelve, all the way through college, Amazing. so that you you continue to build upon the skills and the experiences that you're having as a seventh grader, eighth grader, then siad biad, and then to high school leadership, uh, an event for ninth and tenth graders. In October to then take those skills back to wherever you're from, whether it be Teaneck or Cleveland or Houston or l a and build up the Yaha presence and chapter from within
0: and that's why the real experts and the you know those who have been developed into uh, great leaders in the organization that age is getting younger and younger because they're starting out so much younger right
1: oh absolutely the, the, the you know when I say kids like the kids who were involved in Yaha when I started I'm a Yaha five and a half years you know they were kids they were freshmen in high school when they started their involvement but now they're the ones who are the directors of our summer program right they've grown up in a completely different world than i grew up in and i'm not that much older than they are
0: yeah um rebecca what else goes under the umbrella of informal education i mean we know about Shabbatonim, and that's uh you know certainly informal i guess you'd put some of the camp programs uh you know in that category as well is there other other things that we need to know that are part of the whole informal education aspect of yaha
5: Um, To continue with Ellie's saying, a lot of it is bringing, you know, that education, that experience to people in environments that we may not have before. So as our participants become younger, um, where we've always had uh, yachad clubs in the high schools that we partner with, we're now seeing clubs in the middle schools. We're right now working on a a six-week curriculum for middle school students that's being implemented in one of the New York schools. Um, we're constantly creating seminars and stimulations of what it's like to have disabilities and programs that we bring into the school speakers in um, different ways for people to continue on the learning side uh, to complement their social experiences with Yahad.
0: Wow, unbelievable. How do people get information about all this? If they want to join, if they want to take a leadership role, if they want their kids to be involved, what's the best way?
1: So a lot of it will go through either our website and or their local chapter coordinator. You know, if you live in Chicago, get involved with Chicago Yachad. If you live in Cleveland, get in touch with Cleveland Yachad. If you're in New York, get in touch with New York Yachad. Because there are so many different opportunities, both on a national level and the local level, for you to participate in. And it's all tied. You know, it's into the question you asked Rebecca was, what else falls under informal education? Right. Everything we do, by definition. Is informal education because we're learning on the job, we're learning on by experiences, and not sitting in a classroom with text.
0: Yeah, I understand that. Uh, pretty amazing work. Anywhere in this country that you'd like to be, where you're not yet, Ellie, in terms of Yachad, yachad chapters? Oh,
1: hundreds, hundreds of places. You know, I mean, right now we have chapters. Thank God, in almost every what I would call major American city that has a Jewish presence. Uh, You know Chicago, L.A., Houston, Dallas, South Florida, Toronto, uh, Baltimore, New England, on and on. But there are so many people, so many Jews in so many different corners of the globe, and even just the U.S. where we need to get to, and just over time we will. Um, But you know, even going back to something that we had discussed earlier uh, in the previous marathon-related interview, Na'im North American Inclusion Month is something that anybody and everybody can get involved in. Even if you're at the young Israel of uh, I don't know, fill in the blank. It doesn't really matter. It's something that you can do in your community, in your synagogue to help spread the message and importance of inclusion.
0: Rebecca, anything else you want to add? Um
5: really thank you for having us and that you know, I really just urging the listeners to join us to experience some of the magic of what we're talking about um, and to be open to hearing about people who are different, incorporating and continuing to learn from from peers and people who um, are similar to us, yet they may have, you know, certain intellectual or medical or whatever differences.
0: And I would say to you, Rebecca, keep making leaders.
5: <laughs> Thank
0: you. Sounds like you're doing a good job. Rebecca Mayor, Director of Informal Education at Yachad, Ellie Hagler, of course, he is associate director of Yaha the National Jewish Council for Disabilities. Ellie, continued. Good luck. Sounds like the organization continues to flourish.
1: Thank God. Yes, yes, we are. Thank you.
0: Appreciate both of you joining us today, Ellie Hagler, Rebecca Schrag, Mayor. This is the Nahum Siegel Network. You are listening to the OU Jewish Reaction Program. From Miami Mizrach, my thanks to the um, wonderful people of Yachad for joining us during the OU Jewish Reaction program. Ellie Hagler, some of the great runners that are with Yachad for Miami Marathon and other races. And Rebecca Schrag. What was Rebecca Shrag's last name? Mayor. Mayer, thank you. <laughs> Who joined us as well on the uh on the issue of the um leadership? event. I thank you for listening to the Nachum Siegel Network and this is a version of the uh, OU Jewish Reaction Program. We will return this time next week with yet another edition. Thanks for listening in to the nahum Siegel Network.